Hello and welcome to the ninth scroll of Maester's Whispers, where we drink and we know things. I'm Olivia. I'm Gabby. And I'm Chris. Today we will be discussing the similarities and differences between the book and the seventh episode of the TV show. 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 You win or you die. So... Um, I'm going to read a little summary for the show. Um, it says, Explaining that the future of the Lannisters is at stake, Tywin presses Jamie to be, quote-unquote, the man you were meant to be as they prepare for battle. Ned confronts Cersei about the secrets that killed Jon Arryn. With the fate of the missing Benjen very much on his mind, Jon takes his Night's Watch vows, though not with the assignment coveted. After Ser Jorah saves Daenerys from treachery, an enraged Drogo vows to lead the Dothraki where they've never gone before. An injured Robert takes pains to ensure an orderly transition at King's Landing. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, a couple facts about the show. It was directed by Daniel Minahan. He's done a few before that we talked about. Yeah. Written by Dandy. Aired May 29th, 2011, and it was filmed mostly in Northern Ireland and Malta. Hmm. Yeah. I'm guessing the King's Landing ones are Malta. I think so. They keep saying Malta when King's Landing is in it, so. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Ready? Let's do it. So we start off, and we're in a Lannister camp. Um... And we have Jamie. This is the first time we actually see Tywin. Yeah. I'm very excited. I like this scene only yeah. because, um, I don't know, again, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but he's actually skinning yes. that animal. Yeah. What animal is it? I don't remember. It's a stag. It's a stag. Oh. Like also, House Baratheon stag. This scene is not in the book. No. Oh, that's kind of disappointing. But yeah, yeah, the fun part is that he is actually really skinning a yeah, real stag. Yeah, when I found that out, I was like, oh a real my deer. god. In this scene, so... So, also, he appears quite differently in the TV show than in the book. In the book, Tywin's appearance is described as bald, bushy golden side whiskers and green eyes flecked with gold, which is quite different from how he appears in the TV show. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I like the way he appears in the He doesn't really show. have whiskers. And he's not bald. And basically, I don't think he has green eyes either. Yeah, and, and basically they're having a conversation about how Jamie's like, you really want to go after, you know, to get Tyrion. And he goes, he is my son. And he's like, yeah, but you hate Tyrion. And you blame him. And he goes, it doesn't matter. He's still a Lannister, basically. Yeah. He's, he's saying it, it's like the fact of the matter. It doesn't matter that I hate him or that I don't enjoy him as my son. It's the fact that he's a Lannister. And that's he says, funny. yeah, that's what people, it's what people think of you. That's he what just matters. Said, he, he literally was just like, you care too much about what people think. Jamie's like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's the, uh, the lion. The lion doesn't concern himself with the opinions of the sheep. Yep. So that's a good line. But I think this is a little foreshadowing that he's skinning the stag. The, the stag. The, lion, the lion is skinning the stag. Yeah. Um. And he is said that he's sending thirty thousand men to. Where? It's it's to get Tyrion back. He's talking about Catelyn and like. No, he was talking so about. He still think he, he's putting he's, he's putting together men to get Tyrion back. Yeah, he also said something about grabbing the Stark girls. Yes, as mm-hmm. well. So, evil conniving. It's kind know. of like a tit for tat. Yeah. yeah. Situation. Mm-hmm. That ain't right, man. No. 
Yeah. So he finishes skinning his deer. Damn, it's a little long scene. Yeah. He's still skinning it. And we're, how long? Seven minutes in? Yeah. <laughs> Make that eight minutes in. Jesus, this is a long scene. There it Almost goes. ten minutes in and he's done skinning the stag. Oh, he's not done. Jamie just leaves. <laughs> so now we're back in King's Landing um, and we see Cersei's in the garden. With Ned. Mm. Okay, so this scene, this is the scene mm-hmm. where Eddard tells Cersei about him knowing. him and yeah, him knowing about her kids with Jamie. Um, it's pretty different. So in the book, Eddard arranges his little meeting with Cersei in the God's Woods so the gods can see, as he explained in the book. However, here it takes place in an outside courtyard in. Um, and then Cersei attempts to seduce Eddard in the book and then slaps him when he spurns her advances, um, which is not in the show. He, she doesn't really try to seduce him here. And then she also reveals in the book, but it's not mentioned in the show, that when she gave birth to, that she never gave birth to any child of Robert and the only time she got pregnant from him, um, Jamie found someone to cleanse her of the pregnancy. Yeah, I'm just. But the rest of it, yeah, the rest of it is by the book though, because they're literally having the same conversation where he said, "Okay, is he your brother or your lover? Which one is it?" She says, "We shared a womb. We came into the world together. We belong together." And she doesn't even flinch. And she's admitting that all the kids are Jamie's. Yeah, but she's like legit. Like, I don't know. There is no shame. In here, doesn't she say that it was a miscarriage? I don't remember. Instead. Because I thought she did mention it here. Maybe we'll see in a second, I guess. But. She talks to Kat, but I don't know if oh, she yeah. talks to yes, that about it. I know right. she talks about it to Kat in the show. You're right. Yeah, earlier on. Yeah, when, when Bran's still um, out. Yeah. So, also, um, in a minute, they're going to talk about Eddard telling, like, Warning her and saying you should flee right now with all your kids. Yeah, he's about to right now. Um, in the book, he says like, you should leave for the free cities or even further to the Summer Isles. Um, she calls his mercy of exile a quote unquote bitter cup to drink from, but he counters that it is a sweeter cup than your father served, than your father served Rhaegar's children and kinder than you deserve. In the series, he does not mention any of those places, nor does he bring up. The Targaryen children. Yeah. So the conversation's a little bit different. Um, but the similarities that we're seeing here is that she is talking about how she heard from Jamie about how um, Jamie was there when they took the Iron Throne from mm-hmm. the Mad King. Um, and how, well, why didn't you just take the throne then, Ned? And Yeah, so, that's funny to me is that she's like literally calling. Yeah. There, she just said the famous line too. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Yeah. I really like that that quote. Yeah. So our next scene that we have here um, is... Littlefinger's brothel, mm-hmm. I think. No, that was children. Yeah. Yeah. It's the brothel. Oh. It, was children, it was the children outside of the brothel. Yeah. We're in the brothel. Which we're guessing is... This is actually an additional scene, so this was not in the book. Um, he yeah. talks about his past and coaches Ross and another prostitute on how to have sex with each other. Yeah, basically what's yeah, going on. Yeah, because Ross is screaming. <laughs> yeah. I don't 
Is there anything, like, important about that? Not really. Mm. Yeah. Well, he talks... He's mostly saying it's about... It, it's He's saying basically how he lies. Oh, yeah. In a yeah. different form. He's like, yeah. they have to be able to believe you. Right. And that's the most It's just showing part. how manipulative he can be. It showed, his be. Little, it showed his little attachment to Cat, too, because Ross... Ross tried to get him to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, I'm saving myself for another. Yeah. No. <laughs> so this is also an additional scene um, at Winterfell between Theon and Osha. Maester Lewin comes in and asks Osha why the wildlings were south of the wall. Right. So that's what... And then Theon hits on her. Yeah. In typical Theon fashion. Right. Um... Which is what he does best. Yeah. So. He. And luckily. So there's Maester Lewin. Maester Lewin walks in and stops the extracurriculars. Extracurriculars. Yeah. And she basically said that she's had it worse than Theon. Yeah. 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 She can deal with Theon. Yeah. And that, yeah, Lewin. Yeah, he's asking why they came here. And she says it's, she didn't mean to. She wanted to get further south than that. Mm. So she's trying to get there before, before the long night comes. Yeah, which is like winter. winter yeah. yeah. She's this. That was kind of important though, Chris, because they're talking about the White Walkers. Kind of. Yeah. She's saying there's far worse things that sleep during the day and the night, and they're, she's basically saying they're waking up now. Mm-hmm. So, like, winter is coming. This is going to be dangerous for everyone. Speaking of winter, now we're at the wall. Yes. With John and Sam. This they're is also an additional scene, which is not in the book. They're looking over the wall. It shows um, <laughs> the return of Benjamin Stark's horse without him. Yeah. So he's... There's a horse, but no Benjen. And mind you, the whole time Samuel's in the back talking about how he misses girls. <laughs> not talking to them, because he never talked <laughs> to them. He's Don't you miss girls? Them giggle. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you fucking creep. Right, like, come on. <laughs> the horn. Yeah, yeah the so they're going to go alert all the rest of Castle Black about the horse that has returned. And that horse is returning very fast. Yes, like in a haste. It's terrified. So, and he noticed it has no rider. Right. Which is creepy. Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. Well, and did you see that? He was saying, you ring it once for this, twice if yeah. it's a white walker. Three, and he's like, I don't know what, how many to ring. <laughs> Once for ranger, two for wildling, three, three for and white he walker. Never finished it. Oh. Yeah. He didn't finish it because so John, John comes down. Him. Yeah, John comes down up the wall, and runs to his uncle's horse. Yeah. So in the book, his horse never returned. Um, they're just so like, and I'm sorry. In the show. That's why Castle Black is worried because the horse returned without him. In the book, um, they're worried because only because he's been gone for so long. Yeah. So. So now we're back in King's Landing. Yeah. And uh, that's when um, Renly is alerting um, Ned that Robert's back and he's really hurt. So that's actually only in the TV series. Mm -hmm. Um, In the books, he only suspects that something's wrong because of the dead silence on his way to Robert. So there was no warning from Renly about this. Yeah. So now we're in the scene where we're at Robert's bedside. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Joffrey is holding his hand and crying. Like the little... Uh, well, his dad's dying. B-word that he is. Little bitch he is. <laughs> his dad. Yeah. Right. Is that That's like the only emotion we ever see from him. Mm. Besides anger. Is when Robert's dying. And they yeah. weren't even that close. Still like, dead. Robert hated him. His son? Robert hated Joffrey. Yeah. I mean, think about when the whole thing on... With Lady and or Namira, yeah, and Arya happened. Yeah, and so also you that little girl disarm disarm you. Yeah. Also, we're gonna hear it in a second when he gives his last words, but he's basically saying like, "Don't let my son grow up to be a fuck up." Basically, yeah. Like he knows that he's different and not a good person. So they're talking about his wound, how it's festering and it smells bad. And he said, my fault, too much wine, I missed my thrust. Yeah. And then he said he killed the boar that did this to him. And he wants everyone to eat it at his funeral. Ugh. Grody. I mean, that's true Robert fashion. We talked about that. So. He's dying. Bobby B. Yep. And now he tells... um, Cersei to leave that he wants to talk to Ned alone. Mm-hmm. And Cersei's like, Robert, my sweet. No. I mean, don't try, shut don't up. try, don't try, kiss ass now. Right. You just don't want to on be his alone. deathbed. Yeah. She's only looking out for herself. I mean, he's the king, so it's kind of sad. Yeah, but she doesn't care about him. True. At all. And this is where he tells Ned to grab paper and ink and to write down his last will and testament. Mm. So in our last episode, we talked about what was written on that. We'll see if that's actually what he writes. In the name of Robert of House Baratheon, first of... You know the right. Fill in the damn titles. (laughs) I hereby command Eddard of House Stark. Titles, titles. (laughs) <laughs> to serve as Lord Regent and Protector of the Realm. Upon my death, to rule in my stead until my son Joffrey comes of age. But then it I shows don't the think, paper. Yeah. I don't it shows the paper and he writes something different. Okay, yeah, thank I you. Believe so, okay. Yeah, so until it just you, says until my rightful heir. Until yes. my rightful heir, so he does write it. I was gonna say it's I don't different. think that's what was written on the letter in the book. No, that was in his head. Yes. In the book. That's true. So I'm glad they showed that. Yeah. And he says, give it over. Let me sign it. Because I'm dying. Because I'm dying. (laughs) Get this over with. Fill in the damn titles. (laughs) Titles, titles, titles. (laughs) (laughs) And he signs it. Um. And he says, give it to the council after I die. Question. Wasn't. Um, Barristan and Renly there to witness this? Or was that only when it got sealed? I don't know. I thought they were there to witness it. In the book? Yeah. Doesn't look like that in here. No. Just Ned. (laughs) Oh, yep. And now he's asking, like, um, if things have not been set in place already, I don't want Daenerys killed now, so can you please stop that? And he's like, it's a little too late. And he wants to let her live. And Ned said that he will. And this is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Help Joffrey become 
Make him better than me. Yeah. Be not Joffrey. <laughs> now he's laughing because he's like the great King Robert murdered by a pig. Give me something for the pain and let me die. All right, In true Bobby. Bobby B fashion. Just put me out, man. I'm dead. I already signed my will. I'm done. Yeah. Stick a fork in me. <laughs> well, there's Renly and um, Selmy. Yeah. Thurston. They gave him milk of the poppy. He's got his milk of the poppy handy. He always Ooh, does. Varys is lurking in the back right there, too. Yep. It's kind of funny. He's like, take it to the council. The council's like right there. They're all right there. Yeah. You just hand it to him right there. <laughs> the only one that's missing is Stannis, and he's not even there anyways. Right. He's off so. in Dragonstone. Yeah, we haven't even seen Stannis yeah. yet, huh? Mm-mm. But we have talked about him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, and that's when Varys starts, like, leading them on the, I wonder who gave him too much wine. Wasn't it a Lannister boy that was the one that was in charge of his wine? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't they have been paying attention to how much wine he was having? Huh. I hope he doesn't feel sorry for himself that Robert got killed. <laughs> He's, like, hinting at it, like, so overtly. Um, and then he says that he wants, uh, he tells him about Danny, how he wants him not to kill Danny. And he goes, oh, that's already been arranged. I don't know if I can stop those wheels that are in motion already. So. Yeah. Those birds have flown. The girl's likely already dead. <laughs> He's like, crap. Well... That sucks. Okay. So, this scene it looks like she's braiding her hair. Um, Danny is braiding Drogo's hair. Yeah. And they're talking about how their son is going to be the stallion who owns the world. So, she's basically trying to convince Drogo to do what? To take the Dothraki yeah. across the sea. Yeah. So, to the other lands. Because she's like, oh, you just want to be in charge of like the dirt. Yeah. And he goes, it's not dirt, it's lands, okay? Right. It's not just dirt. She's like, yeah, but you could have, like, Westeros. Right. Like, the whole you have The place. whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, all seven kingdoms. And he's like, uh ah. He's unsure He's, he's like, it. is that what you want? So she's slowly trying to convince him. To get out of yeah, to, where they've been forever. Right. So he's trying to convince him. So now we're at the Eastern Market. Ah. Uh, yes. Um, with Danny, and she's with, um... She's with who? My name is... Oh, Jorah. 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 Jorah, um, at the Easter Market. And two of her handsmaids. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten to this chapter in the book yet, but it's okay. Right, so we'll get to this chapter. We'll see how accurate it is. Yeah, but we can talk about it now. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of explaining what the Easter Market is, um... To her, and I think she's asking about. The yeah, they're dragons. talking about dragons. Yeah. And I think they're saying, like, do you actually believe that they're they were real or something like that? I don't know. And he said that his eyes had never seen one. Mm-hmm. But so now she's he's leaving Danny. He's being to her own thing to do her thing in the market. Now there's someone looking at them. Well, it's someone stops Jora. The and spider sends his greetings and congratulations. The spider, a.k.a. Varys. And gives him a letter. A, lo- a royal pardon. That he can come home now. Because remember, Uh-oh. he was a slaver. 
Uh-oh. Hmm. How did he get that royal pardon? Hmm. Sounds like he working for the other team. Yeah. And then this guy is selling wine. Sweet reds. And Tyroshi pears. Brandy. Pear brandy. Yeah. So he sees Danny and says, would you like to have a little sample of my wine? One tasting will name your first child after me. Jorah's kind of watching from the side. He didn't know she was pregnant. Nope. He was surprised when she said he already has a name. And so he was like, uh... Yeah, he didn't know that. Nope, that's Dornish Swill. I'm not going to give you that. give you the good stuff. A dry red. Nectar of the gods. And so... He says... And Danny's, like, so enthralled with it all. Like, oh, he's getting me a gift. Like, thank you. And I believe that's one of, um... Drogo's, uh... Blood Riders is with him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Jorah steps in and is like, put down the cask. He's like, hmm, why don't you open it first? He's like being super suspicious of yeah. it. Yeah. And the guy looks obviously like he's in... He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, fine, I'll open it, whatever. So, he opens it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they're now they're all super suspicious of him because he's like, oh, I don't want to open it. You know that would that would ruin it. And he's like, really? Just open it. Because now that Jorah's acting like that, Danny's like, wait. Yeah. So now he pours a little one, and Jorah smells, smells it. it. Yep. He's about to drink it. He goes, hmm. Why don't you taste it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you look at someone with yeah. that amount of fear in your eyes when they go to take a drink of something. You're and like, and then mm. Jorah says, "How about you try it first? And he's like, "Nah, I'm, I'm good. not. I'm not worthy. He's not worthy of his own wine." Apparently. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, she goes, "You're gonna drink it, like right now." And her eyes look really pretty right there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> and and run. He's about to drink it. He and pretends like he's gonna drink it. I'm out. <laughs> and he runs. So he was trying to. Poison him. Poison yep. him. Poison anybody that... Mm-hmm. And woo! Like, yeah, and uh, by the way, the, the Blood Rider is the one with the, uh, the whip. whip. The yeah. whip guy, so he got him real fast. Yes. <laughs> I like the whip guy. Yeah. So, well, he gets Danny, Danny out of there, and they take the guy. Um, I'm going to guess that guy's not going to be alive much longer. Yeah. So, now we're back at the wall. Castle Black. Yes. And uh, he's given his speech. The uh, master, what's his name? Mormont. Mormont. Yeah. Mormont's giving. You're his, really struggling, struggling, I'm struggling with, with names the Mormont today. names. Today. Yeah, Jorah yeah. yeah. and freaking. Yeah. Um, oh God. Gior. Forget Gior. The, forget Come on, guys. <laughs> was it just me? I knew he was a yeah. Mormont. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's giving them their the speech that's in the book, I believe. Is yeah, and about to tell them what their assignments are going to be. Yeah. So we're all one house now. Like you don't have your family that you grew up with like anymore. You, you came to me as like rapists and thieves, and now you're going to have honor again. John's just thinking of his uncle. Is this this is in the last John chapter? Is it not? Yes. Yeah, but I don't really remember. It was just me and you that recorded it. Yeah. I don't remember them being all worried about Benjamin during it. The other, the earlier one, they were. 
They, um... When they were talking about what positions they were going to have, John was all worried about Benjamin. the Because horse. the horse, that part wasn't in the book. The horse part was not. Right. So... Yeah. Because for some reason, I just, I mean, like the last John chapter we did, I just remember them literally getting their things, saying their vows, mm-hmm. and finding the hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that happened. Yep. <laughs> And now they're saying, like, John's going to go and um, say his vows in front of the Weirwood. And then Sam asks to come with him. And they allow him to do so. Yeah, and he goes, why would you forsake the the gods of your father? And he's like, well, the Night's Watch or the old gods. He'd rather do the old gods than the gods that his father has, the seven. So Never answered any of his prayers anyways. Yep. Good line. So... (laughs) John's mad because he got um, Stewart and not Ranger. Yeah, so he's a little ticked off. Yep. And he's, yeah. That's when he's talking to, um, yeah, he's talking to the maester, and he's like, yeah, he tells him exactly what he's going to be doing, but it's specifically for Mormont. And they're like, so but also, you got to think about this. What's different about that? Um, Every recruit is passed out of training and becomes a man of the Night's Watch. In the book, um, he only mentions eight recruits that are um, passed through to become a full uh, Night's Watch member. Yeah. But he's talking about how um, important it is that it's going to be Mormont. Like, that you're going to be, like, his right-hand man. Like, that's clearly grooming you for something. Right. Um, So that's really important. Even though you don't like the position, it's important. So, just deal with it, John. Quit being a little also. Um, bitch. This says that in the book, John Snow is worried that Sam might not be initiated with the other recruits and is afraid Alistair Thorne will hurt or kill Sam in training without him and their friends to protect Sam. Um, John talks to Maester Eamon of Sam's liter- literary skills and hopes Eamon will make Sam his steward. Most recruits are lowborn, many criminals, and few can read, while Sam can not only read, but is well-educated, so he can be useful helping the blind Eamon handle messages in the rookery. Eamon promises he'll think about that, and eventually does, as John asked. In the TV series, Sam graduates with his fellow recruits without that, and automatically leaves training. So there was no, like, fear that Sam wouldn't make it in or anything. Right, yeah. So now we're back in Castle or sorry... Now we're back in King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Renly's still there. Yes. Yeah. This this is the scene that I was thinking about when we recorded. Yeah. And last... he says he, he gave you protector of the realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, no. He does do this in the book. Yeah. Yeah. He talks about how he can bring men. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, I can get my own army for you. Yeah. He's like, I can support you with this. It's not going to go well with Cersei. Trust me. Like, you're going to need men. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if that's... He's like, I don't want there to be bloodshed. You know, but... when, But I guess if you feel like you need to do what you need to do. But... He goes, Cersei's not going to give this up like that easily. So, Stannis is your older brother. He's like, yeah, but Stannis is no king or whatever. Right. (laughs) You know? Right. (laughs) He gets upset about that. Yeah, this is the scene you're thinking of. Or he's upset... You are correct. Yeah, he's like, we need to think about what's best for the people that we rule, not who's the best person to rule. Right. In a way. Or who's the, or not, no, that's not, (laughs) who's not, 
who's the next in line, we should be thinking about what's best for the people instead of who's next in line. Because right. the next person in line could very well not be. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Remember, yeah, this is yeah. This is the exact scene that I was. Yeah, the quote where he's like, "Since when did we say that war heroes were good leaders?" Tell me something. Yeah. Do you still believe good soldiers make good kings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ned's like, no, <laughs> not particularly. So that, I don't uh, know. Panned out with Robert here. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I remembered that scene. I just couldn't. Yeah. Pinpoint it. So Ned leaves him, um, and he starts writing. What is he writing? He's signing. Oh, this is the letter that he's giving to Stannis. Fat. That's Fat Tom to give to Stannis, saying you need to come here now. That's not Fat Tom. Uh, yes, it is. It's supposed to it's be supposed Fat Tom. It's supposed to be Fat Tom. Yeah. But Fat Tom also Fat something Tom happens to him. Fat. No, like it says right here, Tomer's appearance is different from the book. He is named nicknamed Fat Tom, but in the series, he is not shown to be particularly overweight. So that is Tom. But. He's well, not how fat. Is, how disappointing. That's, that's average Tom. Yeah. Yeah. That's average normal Tom. Tom. <laughs> Why couldn't they just be fat Tom? Uh, so then <sighs> Littlefinger comes in and he's talking to Ned um, about basically everything that he knows. Or Ned's saying everything that he knows, that he has true-born sons somewhere else and that all the stuff that he's figured out and Littlefinger's like, yeah, I knew it already. So he actually goes into greater detail um, trying to convince Eddard of Stannis' unsuitability for the throne than he does in the book. So he claims that Stannis, Stannis will purge the small council and refill it with his own people, and then says that Stannis' ascent to the throne will mean war. Stannis will kill Cersei and her children to secure his claim to the throne. Um, unlike his brother, who forgave old enemies so long as they swore fealty to him, Stannis will also seek revenge against Mace Tyrell and a couple of other people. And then Littlefinger insists that anyone who fought on the wrong side of Robert's rebellion or the Greyjoy rebellion will have caused to dread Stannis becoming king. Right. So that was all said in the book, not in the show. I'm sorry. I think I said that wrong. Yeah. So they do it a little bit less than that, but they just kind of say that Stannis is dangerous. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It would be dangerous to give Stannis the the throne. Right. So now we're back at the wall. Yeah, they're actually traveling out of it to go for John and Sam to go um, say their vows. Ghosty. Can I just say something real quick? Let me see Ghost. I don't Ghost think... Ghost looks so young. He looks like a dog. I think that's a dog. Oh, yeah. That's just straight up a dog. That's not even a wolf. When he runs out of the tunnel, he looks small. Uh, he still doesn't look... That looked like that a looked dog. Like a husky. <laughs> that looked like a dog. It did look like a husky. It didn't look too yeah. much like a wolf like he does later on. Yep. So, John's looking out over the barren wasteland that is the Gee, north. What, is, what do you think Ghost is going to find? <laughs> a treat. <laughs> a frozen treat. A, a yum mm. a yum. yum. Mm. It's frozen, so it makes it better. It's a milk bone. <laughs> <laughs> Rawhide. <laughs> and you know what? We were just talking about um, when we read this, they did really good with the... Are these weirwoods? Yes. The weirwoods. They yeah, they really look pretty good accurate. With the faces and the, and the sap that looks and like And the blood. leaves yeah. on the ground, too. Yeah. Yeah, the imagery's good. So, 
They do their little spiel. Their vows. They are men of the night's watch now. And they're hugging and yay. yay. We can't ever have wives. <laughs> oh, here comes Ghosty. <coughs> what does he got? What you got, buddy? Uh, yep, he's a dog. That is a dog. Yep, frozen hand. John's like, what the heck? He had his hand out like he wanted Ghost to hand it right to him in his hand. Yeah. Uh-uh. Now we're back with Danny and asking what they're going to do to that merchant that tried to poison him. Poison her. He's pretty beat up. They're basically going to beat the shit out of him. He already got the shit beat yeah. out of him. Now they're going to kill him. They're going to drag him. They're literally about to drag him. Yeah. yeah. And that's when she finds out that King Robert is still trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's Little like, does she know. She's like, really? Still trying to kill me? <laughs> Like, what I do to you, man? Did we not finish this before? Like, so she's now aware that there is actually other dangers than what she's just facing right now. Right. I think this is kind of a realism that okay, they still hate me over there. Right. So this is this could be a problem. So she's getting kind of queenly here. She's mm-hmm. getting kind of angry. Who's the one that actually drags him? Is it is it Drogo? Oh yeah, Drogo's coming in real hot. Yeah. He's like, thank God she's okay, yeah. Who Hold did on, it? I like that. He yeah. literally just walks straight in, he looks straight, he stands next to him, and then he slowly turns. You. <laughs> He's flexing real hard there. I'm gonna like, mess you up. Yep. Oh, movement. Did he just burn him? No, instead oh. of hurting him, he ran to her. Love. He's grown up. Moon of my life. Are you hurt? He goes to him, gives him a dangerous look and then runs to his wife. Gosh, I love them so much. Yeah, so he's thanking Jorah for protecting his wife and saying you can have any horse you want. This is your gift. To be honest, he doesn't want a horse, does he? Mm-mm. He wants his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he wants something else. <laughs> he wants someone else. Yeah. And this is where he says, for my son, I pledge for him, I'm going to give him the best gift. I'm going to give him the iron chair, aka the iron throne. That his mother's father. So he's basically saying he's saying yes. I will come travel with you. We'll do this. It's time. I Drogo do this now. (laughs) He says I'll take the Kalasar West and ride wooden horses across the okay ships across seas um, like no cow has ever done before. Um, And he says I'll kill the men in their iron suits. He's pissed. He's going to take He's over. So ang- He's so He's hype right now. He's bouncing around the room screaming. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, we went a little far with that one there. Oh, wow. He said, whoa, whoa. Their women take their children as slaves whoa. and bring the broken gods back to Vase Dothrak. And Danny's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you see Mormont's face? He's like, oh, um, <laughs> that went a little far. Uh, He's okay. like, yeah, Jorah's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, he is super hype right now. I love it. And she Danny's like, it. that's my man. Yep. <laughs> She's like, yes. She literally is like, yep. 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 She does the same. Yep. Cersei does the same thing in the show where they do this like slow look up thing. Every time they go. It's a queen thing. Yeah. They'll look up real slow like, mm-hmm. Raise their chin at you. Oh. Ha! He nice. naked. My dude. He's getting yeah. drugged naked through the streets. Shame. Shame. Guys, we're not there yet. we got a long, 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 long way to go. (laughs) Shame. So now we're back in uh, King's Landing, 
And who's this? That's a. Oh god. That's what. That's the steward. King okay, Robert so is gone. The steward just said that King Robert's Gods gone. Give him rest. King Joffrey requests your presence in the throne room. And I'll be honest. I thought Ned goes. Bells are dead. ringing. Ned's thinking it's about to go down. The bells are ringing, and he meets with uh, Baelish beforehand and says that the city watch is yours. So he brought the city watch in there. Um, and Vera says, I fear Lord Renly is gone now. So he's actually left. Great. He's like, great. There's my backup. So also, in the book, it was not the royal steward that told Ned about Robert's death, but it was Pycelle. Yeah, Pycelle's missing right now. Well, Pycelle's already in the Pycelle's already in there, yeah. From this little mini small council meeting here. Right. <laughs> Three out of them. So they enter the throne room, and they are stacked to the nines with... Uh, Armored men. Oh, that's different. What? Hmm. So he walks up to go into the throne room, and the commander of the city watch is right there next to him. He goes, we're behind you, Lord Stark. Oh, they didn't say that in the book. Nope. The gold cloak, the leader of the gold cloak said it to him right there. Despicable. Backstabbing bastards. So. It's a long walk to the throne. What's going on here, Lip? He's walking up to the throne. Who's on the throne? Joffrey's on the throne. But why? Because. We're about to find out. Hmm. Okay, doesn't he already have the crown on, too? Does he? Yep. Uh, <laughs> what a No. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Oh, okay, because he hasn't been coronated yet. Because he's about to ask for things yeah. to be prepared for his coronation. What is that hair? What is that the hair? South, the, the southern lady hair. Looks she looks... Like I think it looks rid- stupid. Ridiculous. Yes. I think she looks like she's from Naboo. <sighs> Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Tell me she that's does. not. I think that looks so stupid. And when Sansa went through the phase of wanting her hair like that constantly, I mean, she's probably still in that phase. Yeah. So, uh, it, this goes down exactly like the book. Yeah. Uh, we were so just talking about this. So. Robert gives Barristan the letter, which he already knows it's from Robert. Because he was there in the book. Yeah, but he's saying when it was sealed. I know he's saying it out loud though. It goes sealed. It's unbroken. He's no, but it's in, in the TV show he wasn't there when he signed it and sealed it. Oh yeah. But in the book he was. So he reads it that exactly as it's read as it's written. So and Cersei goes, let me see that. Just There's like in the mistake. book. Don't hand it to her. And so God. she reads it and rips it up. Exactly, on the book. We were talking about this. It's word for word the same. Yeah, is this piece of paper meant to be your shield, Lord Stark? And she throws it on the ground. And Barristan's like, hey, man, that was the king's words. What are you doing? God, I hate this. She goes, we have a new king now. Uh. So Ned's clearly distraught. And kind of kind of see that he knew it was going to happen, I guess, that way. Yeah, she gives Damn, him the option. that was like very, that line was very spot on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole thing, yeah. Even that, like yeah. him saying liar right there, it's dead on right. the book. She tells Barristan to seize him that Ned's a traitor, and Ned tells his men to stop. You don't hurt Barristan, he's a good man. There's um, the hound. Yep, and then here we got Joffrey's first real glimpse of him being king here when he yells, kill them, kill mm-hmm. them all. And so he says that the... Yep. So, yeah, <sighs> this is where we find out that the men of the Watch are not with the Starks. City Watch. City Watch. Gosh, I keep saying that. <laughs> yeah. And they turn and kill all the Stark men. Mm, this is the worst. This is the worst. Yep. And uh, uh, 
He's just standing there in the middle of the room. He's like so surprised. Yeah, and when he brings his sword up, Baelish puts the knife to his neck. I did warn you not to trust me. And that's the end of the episode. God, that's... It's a lot. Well, R.I.P. Bobby B. First of all. First of all. (laughs) Yeah. I think think things were pretty spot on. Other than obviously the scenes that weren't in the books. Like obviously Mm -hmm. the... I was about to say everything was spot on except for the things that weren't. I mean, but like the shit that's like sprinkled in. But the stuff that, that... So what would you give it? I don't want to go first. Okay, well, else go first. I'll say my piece. I I think the extra stuff they added was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see the point of the whole Ross scene. Yeah. To be honest. I also didn't see the point in the Theon scene either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't under like. Yeah, they said some stuff, but they. I don't know. It gives a segue into more that's going to happen. I understand that, but. I didn't see that as a necessity to the integrity well, I, of the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to give this an 8. I was thinking about a 7. I'm giving it an 8 because of the accuracy of the throne room scene. Yeah. I think that throne room scene was really good. The throne the, room scene and the Bobby B scene. I was going to say, also when they're saying their vows, too, that was pretty accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Those three scenes are the probably like the meat and potatoes of this episode. So. Yes. The meat and potatoes of this, so, too. Meat and taters. I think that's those are the important ones. They got those right. Yeah. Yes. Right out of 10. Let us know what you guys think about it. If you ever talk to us. <laughs> it's okay. We're alone. It's okay. All right, guys. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. On Facebook, we have a Facebook page called Game of Wines, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We also have a Facebook group called Game of Wines Podcast Group. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game of Wines 1. And on YouTube at Game of Wines Podcast. That is it for this week's episode. Next week, we're going to be talking all about Bobby B. So make sure you tune in for that one. Bye.